Simply Financial with Christopher Calandra, Certified Financial Planner, is an innovative, comprehensive, informative, and cutting-edge podcast that discusses financial topics ranging from personal finance, economics, politics, and personal growth. Simply Financial will cover intriguing and thought-provoking questions so that the listener can simply increase their financial IQ. Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. This is episode number one of, believe it or not, season number three. So uh, a few days ago, I paid my daughter Marissa's uh, college tuition bill. She's entering into her second semester of her freshman year. And it got me thinking about the student loan crisis in this country. And I wanted to share some thoughts with you today. Uh, On a personal level, my wife, Joelle, and I, we did a pretty good job planning for Marissa's college. She was born in uh, August of 2000, and I think we made our first contribution to a college fund uh, that month. And pretty consistently along the way, uh, we contributed to her college fund. I think there were some periods when we did not because we had other priorities going on, but we did a pretty good job planning for her. We have a well-funded 529 plan. She got some scholarships. We also were blessed, uh, got a gift from a family member to help out a little bit. And additionally, we're going to have to cash flow some of the cost because what's in the 529 plan is not enough to get her through her four years of undergraduate work. Uh, but we did we did a nice job, and I'm pleased with how things turned out. Of course, if we had more money in the 529 plan, that would have been even better. But along the way, with two children and lots of demands on money and several priorities going on at any given time, again, I think we did a pretty good job. So I want to share with you some alarming statistics. Student loans, this is according to Bloomberg, um, student loans have seen cumulative growth of 157% over the last 11 years, going back to the time of the Great Recession. It is the only segment of the consumer debt marketplace that's had cumulative growth, crazy growth, 157%. In comparison, auto loans have grown by 52%, so about a third. And believe it or not, and this in and of itself is a crazy statistic, mortgage and credit card over that same period actually declined 1%. We all know tuition continues to go up seemingly every year. And to show you how much pressure this is putting on Americans, the delinquency rate is 10.7% according to Forbes magazine. Uh, so almost well, more than 1 in 10 borrowers of student loans are 90 days, or, uh, 90 days late or more. Again, in contrast, mortgages are only at about a 1.1% delinquency rate and car loans are at 4%. So 10.7 is a big number that really highlights how problematic the student loan crisis is and it seems to be getting worse. To add bad news onto bad news, interest rates are going up. So interest rates on student loans are at the highest rate they've been since 2009 and they're around 5% 
right now. And I fully expect that student loan interest rates will be higher in 2019 compared to 2018. And I would expect that they would be even higher in 2020. So again, some really alarming statistics. So where do we stand now? Why is the student loan crisis? Why is it a student loan crisis? Well, there's now $1.5 trillion in total student loan debt. It's a staggering number. And it's the second largest pool of consumer debt behind mortgages. And the average debt is $37,000 per student. And we have 44 million borrowers in this country. So we have lots of debt. We have increasing delinquencies we have interest rates going up and we have the costs of college education going up all the time. So let's talk about some advice that I would like to share. For parents and grandparents, first and foremost, I urge you to develop a plan on how college will be paid for. Hopefully you start early, but this is good advice regardless of what stage of the game you're at. Using a 529 plan, again, especially if you start early, is a really terrific way to accumulate money that can be used for college cost. There are some terrific tax benefits. And if you're a grandparent looking to help your children and grandchildren, there are some tremendous tax and gifting perks. If you want more information about that, please come check in with us at Elliott Wealth Management Services. But you should use a 529 plan. It has been a very successful vehicle for my family, and I've used it successfully for many of our clients. And I urge you to look into it if you haven't already. The next piece of advice revolves around school choice. Having gone through this recently with Marissa, I know the pressures of wanting to send your child to the school that they want to go to regardless of cost. But for many of us, and rightfully so, cost needs to be a factor and it shouldn't be ignored, especially if loans are on the table. So factoring in private school versus public school, going away versus living at home, going part-time instead of full-time, and looking at the financial aid packages you get from schools that you've applied to and have been accepted to, some schools will give more aid. It could be financial aid, it could be academic scholarships, but school choice is incredibly important. And I would suggest that saying any school at any price is not appropriate in an instance where borrowing is on the table. Which brings me to the next point. I believe avoiding debt is the best way to send someone through school. I recognize in all instances that may not be possible, Um, But be very conscious about the debt. Be very deliberate about how much debt the child is going to be saddled with or if the parents are going to pick up the debt, how much debt they are going to be saddled with. It's not something that you want to default to that, hey, we hadn't thought this through. It's the ninth hour. We're ready to go. We're just going to take on debt. That's really a bad way to go about things and you're likely to make a mistake that you and or the child are going to regret later. And the final point I will uh, make for parents and grandparents is that this is very much a teachable moment where you can educate the student on the financing of college, 
what debt means, what that will obligate them to later on. If the parents and or grandparents are paying out of pocket, how much of a sacrifice they've made. This is definitely something that should be a family matter that's discussed thoroughly. And I would say that there should be an openness about sharing the financial aspects of funding college, whether it's loans, gifts, scholarships, financial aid, cash flowing it, whatever the case may be. So that's my advice for parents and grandparents. Separately, I'd like to give some advice for those that have student debt. And the short answer on the advice side of things is that you need to develop a plan to pay it off. You do not want to carry your student debt any longer than you have to. The average student debt, I said, is about $37,000. That is a big number, but if you focus on it, After you get out of college and you begin your career and you hammer away at it with a good amount of focus, you can get rid of that debt and not have it hang around for 5, 10, 15, 20 years or longer, but you need to develop a plan to pay it off. A lot of times that plan to pay it off will involve some delayed gratification. It may mean that you have to drive your car a little bit longer or maybe not take as expensive a vacation as you may like. It may mean you take a part-time job to bring in extra money that you could use to throw at the debt. But delayed gratification is often a part of the plan because to pay off that debt, that money is going to come from somewhere and something else is going to come up short. But I can tell you from personal experience, from my business experience as a certified financial planner for 26 years, paying off that debt sooner rather than later will yield a ton of benefits over the course of your lifetime. Just focus on it. Pay it off. That's my advice if you have student loan. I would love to discuss this topic with you further. You can reach out to me through our website, www.elliotwealth.com. You can sign up for a complimentary consultation if you're not a client of ours already. And lastly, we would like to grow our subscriber base. So if you haven't subscribed already, please do so. And I would also appreciate it if you would share this podcast with friends and family and recommend that they subscribe to the podcast as well. I would be, again, very appreciative if you would do that for me. I will be back with you very soon on the next episode of the Simply Financial Podcast. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested, Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, 
and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through SagePoint Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with SagePoint Financial. Simply Financial is part of the Exvadio Podcast Network. You can find Exvadio Podcasts at exvadio.com slash podcast, the Apple Podcasts app, iTunes Store, iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you find podcasts. So join us and stay informed and entertained.